Hello and welcome to Reading Her Diary. My name is Jess Jones and I'm a writer and researcher. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing women about their love and relationship stories, the good, the bad and the ugly. Through sharing these real and honest stories, I hope we can relate to one another, have a bit of a giggle, a bit of a cry and know that we're not alone in whatever we're going through. So welcome to the first ever episode. I'm so excited to start sharing this with you slash a little bit nervous because it's the first time I've done anything like this before. But when I knew that I was going to be asking women to share their stories and be vulnerable, I looked myself in the mirror and thought, you know, it's only fair, it only feels right that I also have the courage to share some of my story as well. So that's what this first episode is going to be about. It's me talking through how I got to this very moment of creating a podcast, which is kind of off the back of a book that I started writing at the beginning of this year, where I interview women about their stories. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in this episode. So thank you so much for being here. I will mention now that this is an adult podcast and I will be discussing, you know, over the course of the episodes, things like sex, abuse and trauma. But I'll always put a note in the description if there are any trigger warnings you should be aware of. In this episode, I will be talking about long-term relationships, being single, sexual trauma moving overseas and how journaling changed my life. So I don't know about you, but when I was a little girl, I had a template and it was perfect. It was very well thought through and it went a little bit like this. So I knew that I had to go to university. That was a must. And I knew that your early 20s were for having fun, were for going out in London and just partying and meeting new people and being successful in your career. But then I knew at 27, I wanted to meet the man. It was it was going to happen. I'd meet the man at 27. We'd marry at 29 and then I'd be pregnant and have a baby at 30. Well, I'm 30 I recently turned 30, well, last year I turned 30, and none of those things have happened. (laughs) I am currently single and happy. I'm single and, and dating right now, and yeah, it's great, but it's interesting to reflect back on my 20s and the relationships that I've had and the lessons that I've learned and it's been quite a journey I guess. I think to be very honest I've I've always been a bit of a romantic and I definitely still have that in me. I love a fairy tale whether that's my friends falling in love or whether I watch it on on tv and in movies. I just love the idea of things working out and it all being perfect because I think I'm a bit of a perfectionist as well and it's interesting because between the ages of 16 and 26 I was always in relationships. I went from long-term relationship to long-term relationship with very short gaps in between and yeah my friends would make fun of me and say you know Jess you know you've never really done the whole like going out partying and meeting guys thing 
but you've never really been sig- single wouldn't you like to try that but to be honest I think I didn't really know how to be alone I always liked having that constant kind of attention and then I was definitely pretty terrified of one night stands I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that there is no template the template of a timeline of things you need to achieve by a certain time it's a myth it's a lie that yes maybe I bought into in the past when I was younger but I really don't believe it anymore I don't believe there are any shoulds it's fun to get messy and figure it out along the way it's really fun to be single and figure out who you are first of all before a relationship great to do it while you're in a relationship as well I'm all for that but I have found that for me personally it's been a great place of growth and yeah I'm I'm all for it really. I, I do believe that the relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you'll ever have in your life. So it's one that you want to cherish and nourish and and care about a lot. And yeah, in the last few years, rather than looking externally so much for validation, to feel good, to feel like I was ticking things off in the tick box... I have put more energy into me and listening to myself and what do I want, what do I need and I used to think that was selfish and some people may think that's selfish but I really know, like I know in my heart that if I feel good, if I'm in a good place then I can be a better girlfriend, I'm better at work, I'm better in my family, all those things so that's changed things a lot and learning how people talk about relationships as being the cherry on top of the cake like if your life is the foundation if your life is the the cake it's amazing you're whole and complete on your own and then yes amazing to have the (laughs) sprinkles the cherries on top that make it really super super fulfilling and juicy and fun that's been massive for me and I continue to learn I'm I'm really curious I've definitely learned a lot but I'm still on the journey of discovery and that's what this podcast is all about just sharing what I'm learning by talking to other people (laughs) I guess a key turning point in my life that I want to tell you about is when I was 26 it felt like I had a wake-up call in a way so I'd broken up with a guy that we'd we'd been together two or three years and I kind of looked at my life like I looked I reflected on my life for the first time ever and I could see that my life was fine I had a nice flat and I had great friends and I had a had a good job in advertising although I found it quite stressful it was quite long nights and I'd work weekends as well but I had this kind of calling, this this feeling, this nudge to go travelling and specifically to go to Australia. And most of my friends were really supportive and, and said, that's, oh, that's amazing, you should definitely go for it. And I had one specific friend, Beatrice, and she lived in New Zealand. And I told her, oh, I'm considering going to Sydney, but I'm not sure, it might be a bit of a risk she said what's stopping you and that turned out to be the ultimate question which I feel just in that moment changed my life what is stopping you and I kind of felt like there was nothing stopping me I looked at her and said nothing you know I don't have 
children. I'm not married. I'm not tied to living here in London. I am free. And she said to me, hey, she was actually in London at the time visiting. And she said, you know, I'm going to see you again in two weeks before I fly back to New Zealand. How about if I see you again in a couple of weeks and by that point you've made up your mind and hopefully you're going to Australia and we can make plans to meet up on that side of the world and I can say see you soon you know because we'll we'll know that we'll see each other and oh I was like yeah maybe still a little bit unsure and during that time during those couple of weeks very sadly my grandmother passed away and it was another wake-up call of wow, like life is fragile and you've got to really grab it and make the most of it. And I just felt like saying yes. And I did. I booked a one-way ticket (laughs) to Australia and I didn't look back. I I went. I didn't know anyone in Australia. I had been Beatrice in New Zealand, but I went with a backpack with a few little plans, but... um, yeah, it was quite quite the adventure. I remember when I landed in Australia, I felt like everything I knew was on the other side of the globe. Like I kind of imagined, visualised the whole world and I felt like I was on another planet kind of thing. I'd gone travelling before, but never this far and never on my own. So I felt this sense of freedom and relief and wow, this is so exciting. And while I was out in Australia... I really got into yoga and meditation and actually became a yoga teacher, which was incredible. One thing that happened in my yoga teacher training was that before we even started the training, they gave us an assignment to start writing a journal to keep a track of our thoughts and our progress and build a kind of better relationship with ourselves. I'd never written a diary before and I thought it was a bit weird, to be honest, and... I, if I look back on those diary entries, they're pretty funny because I say things like, today we learnt about child's pose, factual things that I'd learnt in the day or the people I'd met or the activities I'd done. And over time that really evolved and I still keep a diary now and I don't really talk about the things that happen, like the facts of my day, but it really is a dump of my thoughts sounds horrible but it really is especially at the end of the day I'm I can be quite an overthinker sometimes I feel like I have lots of thoughts in my head and it can get a bit overwhelming something that Joan Didion says really resonates with me her quote is I don't know what I think until I write it down and yeah I really I really sense that the other thing that I learned from journaling was that this too shall pass whatever emotion you're experiencing you're feeling that in this now moment you may not feel this way in a few hours you may not feel this way tomorrow we kind of have a choice when we're experiencing our emotions we can either hold on to them grasping onto them tightly or we can let them go and what keeping a diary helped me see was that every day was different. We're quite used to saying, oh, that was a really hard week. I was really sad and stressed. Or that whole year was a great year. And it's like, was it really? Like, I think there's lots more ups and downs. And journaling really helps me see that and be okay with that. Like, accept that my emotions are always going to change and it's fine. 
And that in itself, knowing that, helps ground me in a way and helps me find a more neutral place in the middle rather than the really high highs and the really low lows. I feel like it kind of centers me and that has been really, really powerful. That as well as meditation are a great part of my personal practice, which really helped me. So coming back to my story, I want to talk about a moment that really shifted things. I was sitting on a park bench in Sydney. This was a couple of years ago. And I was crying, like ugly crying, deep, guttural, ugly crying, because I was really upset about something, but I didn't know why. It was just coming up to the surface, kind of like if you've seen or you've experienced a panic attack, it was something like that. And I was very confused. So I'd spent the night previously with a wonderful man, a guy that I was dating at the time. And it was going really well. And we were getting to the point of things were getting intimate. And basically throughout that whole process of of being with him that night, something triggered in me. And it was as if trauma from something previous, something a year prior, had erupt like erupted in my body and come to the surface. So something I haven't thought about for so long suddenly came up and it really threw me because I was being reminded of this old trauma which I thought I'd forgotten about, which was with someone else a guy that I was dating a year before where it was basically he took advantage of me and it just wasn't a good situation, which I probably will go into more detail on another podcast. But for now, I'm just going to say that, yeah, I had something quite traumatic happen. So I'm sitting here on this bench and it's 7am and there's a few people stirring, a few people walking their dogs and things. And I'm crying and crying. And through it all... I I videoed myself at the beginning, I videoed and I was like, I'm so upset and I don't know why, but I just feel like I just need to cry and let this out. I didn't post this, I recorded another video and I say, so I've had my cry and I feel better now. And I've also come up with an idea. And the idea <laughs> was the seed for this project was the seed for reading her diary and I didn't know that at the time I didn't know what it was going to be but what I desired more than anything in that moment was knowing that other women had also been through difficult times I didn't know anyone that had been through trauma they may have been but I didn't know anyone that talked about things like that so I had this strong desire And I thought, okay, I can go out and hunt for it. But what about if I actually created this myself? What if I collected stories of women sharing the things that they go through, like the whole spectrum of things, but especially the hard things, the things we don't really talk about very often, like abuse, like miscarriages, like divorce, like difficulties with your children just all these things that are just there we know about them we hear about them and when we speak about them it's all very negative how could we bring some light to them how could we learn from others and come together in kind of community as women 
so I had the start of this idea and just over time I've obviously thought about it more and it's turned into a book idea and since the beginning of this year I've been interviewing women from around the world. It has been incredible. (laughs) I've been having so much fun like it's it's something that truly lights me up to sit with someone oftentimes it's on zoom but we are I'm deeply listening and I really care about this person's story and what they've been through and they are there with me wanting to share their story wanting other women to hear their experiences and what I've found is that every single woman has gold, has fascinating stories and opinions that they maybe don't share with everybody and that's okay, but I just feel called to to be the one to help support getting these stories out there. So yeah, it was interesting. I've had a lot of people ask me, okay, so how do you find these women and do you screen them to try and get certain stories? My answer is always no. Not at all. I have found that I don't need to do that because, as I've said, everyone has a good has a great story. I've also just found that by you know reaching out to some friends, they've put me in touch with other friends that they have. I've posted a little bit about it online. It's just kind of happened quite organically. So I've managed to talk to people about all sorts of different experiences already just from the start of this year and I'm going to keep going. I love the idea of like having a whole spectrum of things so that whoever you are, you can look to this book and flick through and you will be able to resonate with someone somehow. So that's really my my plan, having something like that to, to be able to have and give and share with people. I guess in some ways it's my attempt at trying to do something to ensure that no one ever feels as alone as I did on that park bench because it was just a really low moment in my in my life to be honest where I just felt like am I the only one going through this? I can't be. And what I've learned over time is that absolutely I wasn't alone. Many people have been through what I've been through. And yeah, it's actually quite common. I've heard this from other people that traumas from the past can be stored in the body and then come up another time. So that's definitely not unique either. And yeah, I've gained so much from sharing my story with with different people. And I think... I feel like that's something I want to encourage people to do in a safe way, in a way that feels good for you. It's going to be different for everyone. Not everyone's going to do a podcast about it. But yeah, I think when we hold things to ourselves, like that's what I did. I stayed quiet for so long. I was so embarrassed. I think that was really quite damaging and maybe why it came up in such a big way. Whereas if I'd felt safe enough to tell a friend or tell somebody then that could have helped me and that eased that time for me so yeah that was a big a lesson that I learned one thing that has always been a little bit challenging for me is self-expression and presenting and standing up on stage or talking to a microphone but I also know that there's no growth when you're always in your comfort zone. So it feels like doing this, although yes, 
it's slightly uncomfortable. I've never done this before, speaking into a microphone. It feels like what I need to do and where I'm going to grow. So yeah, it's great. It combines the things that I'm really interested in, sharing stories, self-expression, learning about relationships, love and self-love. And I really hope that you'll get something out of it too. I mentioned that I love journaling and that keeping a diary has really changed my life. So I thought I'd give you a journal prompt at the end of each episode so that you can mull over and reflect on something. And if it feels good, you can write down your thoughts and feelings in your own diary. And so my question is, if you could pick one story from your life, what experience or lesson would you choose to share with other women? What story do you think might surprise them? What do you think might empower them or inspire them in some way? Just have a little think about it because you probably be, might, might be quite surprised. It might be a positive thing like falling in love or it might be something more negative, something difficult that you went through. We're all so complex and we have so, so many stories. But if you did have to pick just one, if you were, for example, being interviewed on a podcast, what kind of thing would you talk about? I think it's interesting to to pick out the, the one or the few stories that really come to mind because they're probably the ones that have had the biggest impact on our lives. So thank you so much for joining this podcast, listening to me share my story. I hope that you'll tune in in the future to listen to me interviewing other women about their stories. I think we're going to uncover a lot of different experiences. We're also going to be having more general discussions about the things that we go through. So yeah, it should be really interesting. (laughs) So yeah, please follow the podcast on whichever channel you're listening to it. And if you follow at Reading Her Diary on Instagram, you'll see posts and stories come up on there as well. So that's all for now, guys. Thank you so much. Sending lots and lots of love to you. Bye-bye.